On this episode of the 132 Breeze podcast, we have a lot of old man takes. First off, starting with Major League Baseball and their Sunday night broadcast comments. Of course, we talked Brewers and White Sox. We got NHL, uh, Stanley Cup finals going on. 132 Breeze podcast is all in. NBA finals. Actually, listen to the, watch the game as it's going on right now. Maybe hear some comments in between. Casey's corner kick, where he boasts so much about, uh, you know, UF uh, Liverpool winning the championship, blah, blah, blah. Uh, a little more basketball talk, some random things, spelling bee, what the hell was that? Uh, Illinois betting, new heavyweight champion, and so much more. But before we get that started, we got to be brought to you by our newest sponsor, as you might not have heard, Thrive Fantasy Sports. If you're into fantasy sports, daily fantasy sports, you don't like doing all the research, trying to find out who does what, what, trying to get way into the minutia, this is a spot for you, thrivefantasy.com. All it is daily fantasy sports with prop bets. So all you need to do is bet the over-under on the players that, that you select on points, rebounds, whatever it is, check it out. All it is, over, under, players that you know, not the bench players that you don't know. Just pick it. Just played it for the games tonight. It was a lot of fun. Guess what? We're also giving away free money. As long as you put in at least $10, put in the promo code, take that. We'll give you $10 for that. You want more? Cool. Put in $20. Put in promo code, take that. You get $20. Again, thrivefantasy.com. Prop bets, all fun, none of the research, promo code, take that. All right, let's start the show. All right, we're back with another episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast. As always, this is Marlo, joined by Casey. And Casey, how are we doing today? We are doing all right. We, uh, I don't know, I'm talking in, uh, is it the sec? We, saying we? Uh, doing all right. Doing all right. Doing okay. Nerv- nervously watching uh, the NBA Finals game, which it's in the fourth quarter now. We'll get into it uh, a little bit later since it's happening now. We want to get the, the show started. Because uh, we're old and it's late. It is uh, late and we're old, as uh, we found out by noticing that uh, That's So Raven is a <laughs> TV show where she's like a mom. Weird. That is weird. Uh, I guess we don't need to get into that. All right, Marlo. Uh, this weekend, let's talk about this weekend. Had a garage yeah. sale. Garage sale. So I have, first of all, I don't know why we do this to ourselves, but we put all our stuff that we don't want anymore. <laughs> Discount it. Way cheap, and then yeah. have, invite. So other you people. personally had the garage sale. Yes. Well, oh. mm, my family did, and I Got tried it. to avoid it at all costs. Um, <laughs> but you put your stuff out there, and then people walk around and somewhat condescendingly look at all your crap, and then just walk away. Don't buy anything. You're, by crap, you mean your actual garbage that you're trying to sell. That I'm trying to get rid of, and it's like if you don't take this, I'm literally taking it to Goodwill or something and, and getting rid of it. Um, so that was fun uh, this weekend. But I had a, a little bit of a moral quandary, Marlon, and this has mm-hmm. kind of been a, I wouldn't say argument, 
in the professional Badger fan household. But okay, um, all right. So somebody comes and wants to buy a large, larger piece of furniture. Says, "Here's yeah. the money. I'll come back for it." Okay. Right? Oh, they gave you the money. They gave they gave the money, right? Because yep. like we're not going to hold it if they mm-hmm. don't give us the money. They didn't come back that day. Next day, we're worrying. What obligation do we have, if any? You can tell what side I'm taking by the if any. Yep. <laughs> to make sure that they get that furniture. I mean, do you have any contact information? No, but do I? Should I have to take the contact information? No, no. I mean, you didn't. I, I, I guess you have the money. It's you're gonna spend. I don't know. There's nothing you can do. It's I don't, the the onus is on them to come back and get no. it. They've already purchased it. You all you can't do. You just can't sell it to anybody else. Right. And we didn't. Yeah. Anyway, they so came back. They good. came back later the next oh, day. You uh, got after it. After we closed, but they still got it. Kind of. Yeah. That's a longer story. I don't need to get into that. Yep. Um. All right. So I think I poisoned the well well enough so that you agreed with me. That was my mission. <laughs> I accomplished it. Uh, other than that, watched Little Mermaid about three or four times this weekend. So nice. That was the the rental of the week. Uh, for the little little guy. Did and, they uh, still have the uh the little little priest boner on it? Or did they take that out? I I forgot to even look. I forgot to even look. So. <laughs> Did not did not see that, um, but yeah. So got those songs stuck in my head uh, all weekend. So that was fun. Uh, holds up pretty well. I think it holds up pretty well. Yeah. Overall, uh, that has of, to be the next Disney live action one. The, the oh yeah, because Aladdin just went. Yeah, Aladdin just I came out be, this past weekend. Might be a little hard. It's like they're like underwater. I don't know how that, that'll that'll work. They'll figure it out, man. They did they did Aquaman. Well, yeah. Well, that was yeah, okay. I guess it was live action. I was going to say it wasn't live action. <laughs> a lot of CGI and floating hair in the water. Uh, yeah. All right. So that was my weekend. Anyway, too much about this. Too yeah. much about, about cool. that weekend. Yeah. Well, all I did was go to a crawfish boil. Nice. Crawfish boil. Broil live. Boil. Whatever. Yeah. We we took some crawfish. They were all live, which I wasn't expecting. Flown in from Louisiana overnight. Oh. Threw them into... Have you been to a crawfish boil? I Not this kind of one. Not... <laughs> Not a apparently legitimate one. I, I, yeah, but I, what I didn't realize, which, uh, I didn't realize what you boil them in, and it was just a base, it was basically, it wasn't water, it was a pot of hot sauce with like oh. a, like a, like a ton of like obey thrown into it and salt. Mm. Um, but yeah, fantastic, fun times, delicious, and yeah, that was the weekend. Sorry, I was. That's that's great. Uh, Bogut just tipped in a alley oop. Oh. So we're yeah, watching the game live. So if I react, yeah. I, uh, and you're listening to this later, yeah, literally the fourth the fourth quarter is going on as we speak. So there will we're be gonna, reactions, and then we'll talk be, about it later. Yeah, it might be the last time that we. we yeah, we do no, this, but, it won't uh, be. We've all right. agreed to have it on while we record. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> exactly. Right, but but first, we're gonna start talking about baseball, Marlo, as everybody's baseball. dying to know our takes on baseball. And yep. I want to introduce a new segment, Marlo. Uh, oh, new segment. Is, new segment alert. Yeah, this is going to become my uh, pre, um, pre-show, pre kind of as I'm prepping, as I'm kind of getting some notes together and stuff. I turn on the ESPN Baseball Game of the Week, right? And right. subject myself to A-Rod. <laughs> the broadcast. I think it's terrible. But, <laughs> yeah, to A-Rod and, and the crew. Um, and I want – so the segment is the uh, ESPN Sunday Night Broadcast Comment of the Week. Okay. So it could be where they were talking about how the hitting coach told Devers or whatever not to uh, move his body and just move his hands, and they asked A-Rod to expand on that, and he just repeated the exact same thing. Could be that. 
But I'm not, I'm not going to go with that. I wrote down two other ones before the one it hit me and it stuck. So they were talking about Brett Gardner, I think it was, his shoes. Okay. And he has he takes whatever shoes and has somebody, a cobbler, I don't know, add cleats to them. And that's what oh. he does. And then they were talking about what shoes he has. I don't remember. Should it? But Air Force Ones. It was, they were $1,500 for the shoes. Wait, what? The, okay, what? So what maybe, the- I don't know. So maybe it was the shoes then to get the cleats on them in total was $1,500. Okay. But A-Rod, this is like, it's blowing his mind. And he goes, you know, A-Rod, one of the everymen. <laughs> that he is. He goes, $1,500 for a pair of shoes? That's how much my car cost in high school. <laughs> like, oh, in high school. <laughs> yeah. You signed the richest contract in major yeah. league history at the time. Right. All right. Don't. I think we can go through A-Rod's closet and probably throw a, throw a penny and throw anything, and it'll be like, oh, that's probably a $1,500 pair of shoes. Just shocked that a pair of shoes would cost $1,500. It was yeah. fantastic. And yeah. by the way, this is a straight baseball podcast. Like, what, what are we doing here? All right. Uh, that was the uh, segment, new segment. It didn't go as well as I thought. We'll see if we keep it. No, it was great. Uh, the <laughs> Sunday Night Baseball comment of the week. Shoes. God. Uh, Shoes. All right. Marlo, Brewers this week. Successful week for the Brewers. They went four and two. They split two games against the Twins and then won three of four uh, against uh, the Pirates, capping off uh, the series with the win today uh, behind the arm of Zach Davies. Yesterday, they won in 13 innings, so they needed a strong start. They got one out of Zach Davies, who was putting together quite a campaign for himself. Had over 100 pitches in this game of two-run baseball. He improves to 6-0 and on the season, is really turning into the ace, kind of the stopper on uh, on this Brewers team. Uh, soon to join him, though, is Jimmy Nelson, and this is a... He put out a really great, I don't know, it was on Twitter. He probably put on Instagram first. doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> of his kind of like a thank you to everyone who's helped him on his journey. He injured himself. God, it was he's missed two years of baseball uh, from the two years since his injury. Uh, he hurt himself running the bases, a, so, a shoulder injury, and will uh, finally make his return to the big leagues next week. So it'll be very emotional. I'm very excited to see him back up. He's been doing pretty well in AAA, so hopefully he'll be able to kind of keep the performance going. But just kind of the the recovery uh, that's been so long has kind of finally reached its end point. So uh, congratulations to him and a welcome back to the team. And I'm excited to see the um, ovation that he gets or the reception that he gets from uh, the Brewers fans on Wednesday. Uh, so Brewers now. Oh, I forgot to mention the first place, Milwaukee Brewers. Oh. They uh, take with that, the, Cubbies. The Cardinals have uh, swept the Cubs this week, um, this weekend. I believe it just got capped off today. So the Brewers now are in first place, uh, and they've played a extremely tough schedule up to this point. So, as a Brewer fan, you have to be feeling really good about where this team is. Yeah, there, obviously there are places you can nitpick and kind of complain about this or that. Um, Yelich, not. I would complain about him, but he's leading the league in home runs. Zach Davies having a great season, as I mentioned already. So a lot of really strong performances. And they, with the tough schedule and so many games played, I think they played the most games in baseball, at least they did as of last week. Um, so lots of kind of off days where they have a chance to uh, regroup and really focus on the, the games that they do have coming up. Um, but now turning ahead, this week they got Miami. He's been playing a little bit better lately, uh, but still one of the worst uh Worst teams in the NL, and then uh, another home series uh, against Pittsburgh. So that's what's on tap for the Brewers yeah, this week. That was a lot of glass half full talk, Casey. Hey, that was a ton it. of it. 
We've got the toughest schedule. We've had got the toughest first, schedule. Really hard injuries. Hey, it, I, the Are point just... is that to say in spite of these things, <laughs> they're still in first place, and that okay. is, is I don't want to say impressive, but like you have to feel pretty good about it. I think you have to feel pretty good about it uh, as the Brewers. And obviously there's a lot of season left and things can happen. Uh, but uh, just... I feel I, I don't know I feel pretty positive today. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe it's all yeah, maybe in. I'm, you're all in. This is I'm all glass half full. This is all in Brewer Brewer fan all Casey. Brewer. Yep. Yeah. I love it. I love this time we'll of year. See. All right. That's Speaking it for the all Brewers. In fans. How about the White Sox, Miles? Oh, going to the White Sox. All right, so <laughs> All right. So, White Sox, we'll we'll first start with the first pitch, shall we? Yeah. Um start. yeah, don't know if you saw this. <laughs> there was a ceremonial first pitch, which uh, by a, a, a lady that I, the name is escaping me, uh, but it's apparently she's, okay. she works at the stadium. Um, didn't go too well. Mm. I think it's it's we could power rank this in a minute, but it might be the worst first pitch ever, <laughs> ever thrown. So just yeah. to to summarize it, gets on the mound, super confident, throws, oh, explain, explain things on the internet. Yeah, explaining right, things on right. the internet. Here we go. Things on the internet. Super confident. <laughs> Gets up there. She's ready to throw it. She has the wind up. It is tossed. And there is a cameraman out there to take this picture, you know, to, to replicate the moment. Probably, uh, I don't know, 10 yards to the left. Oh, not, e- of- <laughs> not, not even. <laughs> 10 yards to the left. Not even straight center. And this woman takes that ball and just whips it at this guy, not intentionally, um, and it's pretty fantastic. And the cameraman kind of walks away and laughs about it, but it's probably the worst first pitch you've ever seen. So, Casey, should we? Can you think of some other ones we could power rank, either above or below this one? Yeah, um, I think. There's some bad ones out there, right? We, yeah. we talked about uh, a lot. Ha- at White Sox Stadium, yeah, or involving yeah, the White bit. Sox, quite a bit. Uh, so what are, the only others from the White Sox: Tracy McGrady, not yeah. good. Look it up. F- not Fifty good. Cent, not good. Fifty Cent, not so great. Um, I think historically, uh, Carl Lewis has a really bad one out there. <laughs> Carl Car Lewis took a lot of L's. Yeah. Uh, he has that first pitch. He also has the uh, national anthem L too, but we mm, won't talk yeah. about that. Yeah. Mm. I so when I saw this, I was like, I was ready to kind of pile on and be like, this is the worst first pitch of all time. <laughs> but then I found it, it's just like a person who works at the stadium. You said, yeah, yeah, they should work in like the like the box. Yeah, so it's it's not like it's a famous person, right? So like I feel a little bit like oh, I guess you well, won a competition, athlete. yeah, like a employee Jason competition type athlete. thing. Like they should. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I should. We should hold famous people to higher standards for first pitches than uh, fair than a concession yeah. person. So oh, it's it's pretty bad. She did take it in uh, pretty good jest, though. She was kind of laughing about. It. I'd be pretty uh, embarrassed. I well, I wouldn't want to. Oh, they're showing. Or, sorry, I got distracted. Oh, uh, uh, replay, of, a replay, replay of Clay Thompson, Thompson getting getting injured. His hamstring, is hamstring. Like so all right. As you listen anyway. to this, you probably know what happened or what his <laughs> diagnosis is, but you probably won't because Steve Kerr probably won't say anything about it. It's probably a strained hamstring, like yeah. the strained calf. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. First All right. pitch. Moving on. That was first pitch. That was first pitch talk. Check it out. Uh, maybe we'll tweet it or something. Uh, <laughs> anyways, moving on. White Sox. Casey. Yeah. Let's talk about glass half full. Yeah, here we go. We got the White Sox longest winning streak of the season. Just happened this week. Five games. Nice. Boom. Boom. Started off sweeping the Orioles. Take that, Kansas City. Yeah. Ooh. And then okay. took two of three from the Indians. So. Oh, nice. We got the longest, longest winning streak in the season. We can only build from here. Nowhere to go but up. Nowhere to go but up. All right. And that's White Sox baseball. <laughs> All right, next thing that in baseball, Marlo, got you a little complex, the all-star vote. It's changed. They they changed it. Okay, so, yeah, I found this out this week. No one was talking about it. I felt like maybe it's just because I haven't been paying attention to baseball. Mm-hmm. But they totally revamped the all-star, vo- all-star vote and how we're selecting players into the all-star game. I got no explanation, no explanation why. It was changed, and no explanation why this is better, and it just seems complicated and has blown my mind, and I just need someone to teach it to me. Yeah. So, I guess, <laughs> with a grain of salt, this is how I understand it. Uh, <laughs> there's, like, a preliminary round where you have essentially all the players, I think, uh, and then the top three play skitters make it to the final for each position, and then you vote the starter, and presumably the other ones are in. Or you just get the starter. I'm not sure. So we have like three the... rounds of voting that me as a fan has to do to see my player yeah, in the game. To see your one player. Yeah. Uh, and you can so only out. vote, you know, a thousand times per email address or whatever it is. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, I, I'm i trying to think of what the reason behind this is. Uh, I mean, I guess, is it to try and make the vote smarter? Like... Try to get the "quote unquote" right people in. I mean, you're still involving fans, right? Right. So it's still a popularity contest. It's still going to be, you know, Bryce Harper. Even though he's having a bad year, yeah. he's Bryce Harper who has the whatever three hundred million dollar contract. He's probably going to get voted in because more people know that name than they knew. I don't know. I don't know Lorenzo Cain to pick a name, right? Uh, so I don't <laughs> know if baseball is going to accomplish getting the "quote unquote" right player. Um, but maybe I don't know. It seems more complicated. I don't like it. Yeah, it's, I'm it, also yeah, it's a guy who still likes to do his all star voting the punch out method. Do they even let you do that <laughs> yes. anymore? Yes. Can we still? Can you still go to the stadium and just yeah. punch the holes and then you put just, them in the box at the end of the game? You just have ushers like doling out four or five at a time. Oh man, <laughs> good times. Um, yeah, all star vote. It's uh, it's probably going to get more of the quote unquote right people. Me, because I I then I, I think I think you get. So I, here's the thing: I, I again, I'm I've heard nothing. I've heard no nothing crazy about this until I heard it on Tuesday. I just yeah. feel like it's going to come down to like, oh, like the All Star Game, and be like, oh wait, how are we supposed to vote for this? Because <laughs> <laughs> people are just waiting to like, and then at the end and like vote like a thousand times through their eight emails. Yeah. Like, oh wait, I can't do that. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see going forward. I just. I just feel like it, they overcomplicated a system that didn't need to overcomplicate because it, it is the All Star Game. One, yeah, it's for the fans, so let them vote how they want to. Done deal. There should be a vote on how to vote. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Yes. All right. Uh, All enough right. baseball. Enough, enough baseball. First base Brewers. First base Brewers. We did it. 
We White Sox, it. longest winning streak of the season. Don't have yep. to put the last part in. Longest winning all streak. Right. All right, moving on. <laughs> NHL, Stanley Cup Finals. We're yeah. all in right now. We made it. The, as a we're podcast, all we're all in on this. Oh. Great I mean, series going. We, yeah, totally in. Totally all in. Did you see the, uh, I think it's Geico commercial, the commercial with the walrus and goal? Oh, yes. Have you yeah. seen that? That's that was obvi- yes, obviously That's a hilarious. Geico commercial. <laughs> also. <laughs> walrus in the goal. It's not fair. Uh, also, it seems like he you could pretty easily beat him in the upper corners. Just saying. Yes. I, I did notice that from the commercial. I, the I, CGI guy messed up. I don't think he's going to be able to cover that. <laughs> I think <laughs> NHL players can get there pretty uh, pretty consistently. Uh, still probably. I, I couldn't do it, but I don't play in the NHL. Um, anyway. Yeah. Other hockey than that you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Non-walrus hockey we're going to talk about. All right. <laughs> Stan- yeah, Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, Bruins up 2-1. to one. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, this is... I don't know. Well, I, I don't know what to say. I, I'm rooting against the Bruins, and I feel like I've cursed the Blues. I don't know, I don't know what else, what yeah. else to say. The, uh, we tried the reverse curse. It's not working yeah. so far. Yeah. Not yet. I mean, there's still, yeah, still a bunch of series to go. Yeah. Uh, um, so Bru- uh, Bruins won game three uh, pretty handily um, after, I guess, the, the Blues stole one I- in Boston. So I for yeah. a second, I was like, here we go. We have, you know, they have a shot. Uh, yep. They still do, obviously, but not where. Um, they stole it back. It's a nice. Yeah. Stole it's not a series until the, until, the, until the away team wins. And then now, the Bruins then, made it a real series because it's right. second away team won. Uh, there you go. Yeah, super. It's a super real series. It's a super uh, real series by scoring three goals in the first period. But the, I guess the off ice highlight of the game though was your boy Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. chugging a beer, which yeah. is apparently all the rave. This I, is all the rave. This is all the rave. Yeah, and we'll come back to it again. It's like I probably should have said it in the White Sox segment, but yes, Patrick Mahomes chugging the beer, which has also becoming a kiss of death. Oh, um, but Mahomes is a kiss of death as it is. But yes, as as a quarterback in NFL now, you have to chug a beer. Yeah. And that's just going to happen. But let's talk about why is Mahomes at a St. Louis game? Let's do the yeah. geography. I don't uh, get it. Okay. Well. It's Missouri. I mean, just the whole yeah. state of Missouri. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if he's going to have a hockey team, right, I guess it'll be. Uh, just, I mean, yeah. you're, you're an NFL star. You can just go wherever you want. Yeah. And just put the kiss of death in everyone. It doesn't work well for him. It didn't work well for Texas Tech going to the game. What happens? They lose. Mm. You go to St. Louis, what's going to happen? You just lost. You just lost. Uh, lost. So (laughs) he got a lot of credit for chugging this beer. All right. Not Mm -hmm. that I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat a little bit here. It was a can. Are we (laughs) sure how full it was? Because it could have easily been like a quarter full, and he just Fair. throws it back and then just holds it up. Because who cares? It's a can. You can't see uh, this all. And there's a lot of like, oh, he chugged it better than Aaron Rodgers, which, crap, I forget oh, who man. tweeted out. They tweeted out, finally, some the other NBA, uh, sorry, NFL. <laughs> NFL quarterbacks have something that they're better than Aaron Rodgers at. Wow. And they're like, finally, was the, the gift thing. Uh, yeah. And um, Aaron Rodgers liked it. I thought that was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there's a lot of checkers because I think it was uh, when that happened, it was uh, Matt Stafford was in a bar chugging a beer. Did you see that one a couple weeks ago? 
Yeah. That's the average healthy beer. Um, was Travis Kelsey next to Mahomes on this one? I got to check the tape to see if Travis see. is with Mahomes. Oh. Because then I'd be like, well, Travis probably drunk most of that beer and Mahomes got like a fourth of it. And it was like, yeah, I chugged a beer. Yeah, I still think he did. Yeah, I, I chugged this beer. It was delicious. And I put it I... down really fast. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was my Mahomes talk. That's your Mahomes talk? <laughs> that was my Mahomes talk. Is <laughs> that what he sounds like? Oh, uh, you haven't never heard? You really haven't heard Mahomes talk? I didn't think he sounded like I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> he's called the technical foul on Seth Curry for throwing the ball up in the air in oh, the last minute of the game. Jesus. Unbelievable. Uh, I don't know. Warriors are up All by right. five with a minute. Let's move on. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Moving on from talk. Mahomes. By the way, um,. <laughs> Speaking of chugging beer, uh, never mind. Continue. <laughs> you have to introduce the the thing. We're doing the corner. Oh, corner. okay. Oh man, it just came too fast. It came so fast. It usually doesn't come it's, this fast. Seems um, to happen with me. <laughs> Woo! Boom! Boom. <laughs> All right. So, extra extra special early segment of America's favorite segment, Casey's corner kick. And I feel like this is going to be a doozy, Casey. That was, I was trying to do the uh, Champions League champion sound there. If you didn't, oh. didn't get that, all right. Uh, Maybe all right, I'll put it in over that. Keep going. All right, Liverpool champions of Europe, Marlo. Uh, they did it. They uh, conquered Europe. Apparently, that's the term. Um, conquered Europe. I uh, watched this game. We were talking about this a little bit earlier in a very un 2019 way. Um, watched it at home. Uh, I guess I watched it. On the internet, so that was 2019, mm. but yeah. I watched it at home. Cord cutter, your cord cutter millennial. Yeah, um, by myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't text anybody during the game. I just like... No social sing- media. I didn't have my phone with me. I singularly Whoa. focused. I had it with me. It was on It was on the couch that was part of a fort in her basement, whatever. <laughs> Set aside, and I didn't look at it. I didn't go on Twitter. I, I literally just watched the game. Uh in uh, as my singular focus, uh, which I don't, I don't know the last time I done that with a sporting event. Um, and I guess the game itself wasn't really, uh, didn't really live up to kind of that sort of attention. It was kind of a, a letdown to game, especially after the excitement that we had in the semifinals. Um, I this this is the thing in soccer. It's the thing in sports where the the championship game, when it is a one off kind of situation a one-off game uh it does it's not always the best game the super bowl as we saw this year it was a relatively mm. boring game it's not always Terrible. the best game um and in soccer i think a game can lend itself a little bit more to that because it's easier to play uh conservatively you're less punished by playing conservatively than you are in, in football um yep. and i, I don't want to say both teams played conservatively it got started first of all it got started off weird with a penalty kick there was a handball Right away, the handball was committed in the first minute of the game, uh, and then Mosala scored in what ended up being like the third minute or something because it takes them that long to set up and make sure that it was a goal and all that sort of thing. <laughs> so there's a very early goal. So then Liverpool didn't need to attack uh, the way that they normally would, so they could just sit back more. And Tottenham uh, didn't – well, you'd think they should attack, but they don't want to give the second goal because that's kind of like game – but eventually the second goal came, and I was a little relieved that the second goal came 
because I didn't want it just to be because of that penalty kick that they won. I think it was a right call. I think it was a penalty kick. Should have been rewarded. But it leaves a little bit of a bad taste in your mouth if that's how a game is decided with such an early penalty. But those are the rules. Yeah, it's the rules. And I had a lot of people like, you can't make that call in the uh, you know first minute or whatever it was. It's like, well, when at what minute can you officiate the game normally? That was my response, my snarky yes. response to that. That's um, a standard case of your size. Yeah. You and call was, the game at the game when the game is going on. Yeah. You, you can't change the rules. I mean, that's like saying, like, oh, in the last minute you shouldn't call it then because it's the last minute. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It was a handball. He hit it. So it hit his chest first, but his arm was raised. And then as he brought, uh, this is uh, Suzoko on Tottenham, as he brought his arm down, he hit the ball with his arm, causing the ball to go to his teammate instead of what might have been a Liverpool player. Obviously, we'll never know. I doubt it, but. You never know, and that's why you can't use your hand in the box. It was a penalty. Anyway, I had a lot of arguments about that over the past <laughs> day after I was watching the game. Um, and I So Liverpool scores the second goal. Origi scores on a really nice finish. Uh, and Origi scoring three goals in this Champions League uh, semifinal final it is crazy uh, that it uh, he was the player to score that last goal. He's the backup forward on the team. And at times it seemed like the third um, spot forward – uh, behind uh, Sturridge. It's kind of complicated with Sturridge. Don't need to get into all that. Um, but he got the goal. Uh, it's unclear to me still if Liverpool was the better team on this day. Uh, Tottenham enjoyed the majority of the possession in the game, but I think outside of a chance that Tottenham had, Liverpool had the next four or five best chances. So I think they were the more effective team. Uh, although that might not have kind of come across because of the possession uh, in the game. Uh, so that that's kind of, I guess, my takeaway on the game. But the highlight of the game, Marlo, yep. we must say. Oh, yes. I, I know where you're going with this one. The pitch invader. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, uh, a pitch invader uh, who came onto the field, and I swear. The pitch invader. They never show mm-hmm. the pitch invader. No. Until now. <laughs> Until they do when it is a How would you how would you put it, Marlo? Uh, um I would say universally an objectively objectively not looking not woman. not a not unattractive female. Person. Person. Female person. Female person. Uh the Iguodala hits a three with five. Yes. Let's <laughs> really have to go up. Five. Um and a foul call. <laughs> so she evades uh, uh, pitch. Camera stays on her a little bit longer. Um, <laughs> and at that point, I, it was like literally the only exciting thing that happened outside of the penalty <laughs> kick. Yeah. And well, are, are, are we at that point? I mean, you're at it. Are we, are, like, are we at that point? Because they used to say we're not going to put the camera on these people because we yeah. don't want to. We don't want to give them the platform or whatever yeah. they use. I mean, the platform is such a 2019 word. But uh, they, yeah. we don't. Yeah, we want to make it so that to give them the incentive to yeah. rather. But if now it's like, sure. no matter what happens, like someone on the internet's going to find the feed and like put it out there and knows or find the pictures and put it out there. So it's like, do we get to that point where it's like, yeah, let's just show it because just show it? yeah, now people are watching. I mean, there was <laughs> the message she had. She had some advertisements on uh, the clothing that she was wearing. Yeah, uh, it's out there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely out there. Out there. It uh, will work for uh, whatever she was advertising's visibility. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm surprised that they even show because normally they cut the feed before, like 
or whatever. All of a sudden, they like zoom in on the coach or something. Like, before, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just, yeah. The well, that's the best part. Touch. They just show like dumbfounded players, and it's like, why yeah. am I doing this? And then they don't talk about it. And it's yeah. like, why are the cameras on? Why am I or just looking at coach? Be like some idiot on the field. Normally, the, yeah, yeah, they'll zoom into somebody's face. Um, oh, Kevin Durant. No, out Kevin there. Durant, Sox White Sox hat, oh. White Sox hat, just hanging mm-hmm. out. He heard about the five-game win streak. That's right. Um, <laughs> well, please not throw out a first pitch. This is, is going to be so great. People are like, what are, you, what are you talking about? We're watching the game yeah, live. Yeah, we're trying. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, good content. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Warriors win. All right. Yeah. Now we're going to buckle down and podcast, Marlo, if I can close the screen. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, that's enough about the pitch invader. She's had too much publicity already. Um all right. Uh, so now looking back, so that was the game. Any uh, looking back on this team, and I'm obviously I'm glad that they they won this game. I'm obviously glad that they won uh, uh, the Champions League. It's a great achievement, uh, but it kind of it puts a capstone on what a fun year it's been. Uh, how they was, lost one game in the Premier League all season. They didn't win the Premier League. Uh, so it's nice that they won something. Um, and this kind of like is a just reward for how fun it's been and how good this team has been. You know, little Mo Salah's kind of curly hair and his jump kick when things don't go his way. Uh, Saudi, Saudi Omane just being too cool for everything. Um, James Milner being in freakishly good shape. I was going to say as he's old, but he's probably younger than us. <laughs> Just, it's been such a fun, I can't believe James Milner was like the third person I mentioned on this. I had a, a whole list in my head before, before Robert Firmino's and his chompers. I mean, what it, it's, it was such a fun team to watch and to see them get rewarded and kind of to see us fans get rewarded by them winning this game was just so great. And I sat there on my couch, Marlo. Uh, let me tell you a little about the run before I talk about me sitting on the couch. So I kind of thought back to the run, and while beating Totten, this is the third time that they beat Totten them this year, so it was a little bit lacking in kind of that like final triumphant victory, right? They didn't like beat what I would consider the second-best team in Europe in this game. But you play who you have to play. You play the team that got to you. It was a um, kind of a, a set tournament at that point. Uh, but a look back on the run... Uh, they beat the best team in Germany and Bayern. They beat the best team in Spain and Barcelona um, to get to this level. It wasn't like last year where in the semifinal uh, they drew uh, Roma. And it was like, oh, Roma's kind of lucky to be here because they beat Barcelona. And um, Liverpool's lucky to beat them and they're lucky to be in the championship. They beat the two of probably two of the best four teams out uh, to the best three teams I'd say outside of themselves on their way to this. So it was quite an impressive run. And I, while the final wasn't kind of that like capstone piece, this run was truly something special. Um, and I sat there on my couch, Marlo. Okay. And I'm enjoying the cup celebration. The cup celebration is always the same. They bring out the platform, they get their little yeah. medals, confetti they, throwing up yeah. confetti. And then they put up, they, everybody lifts the trophy and they all cheer again. Like it was the first time. Yep. Um, and I was like, just enjoy this moment. Just enjoy this moment. This is the first time a team I root for has won since 2010 Packers. A championship, at least. I mean, there's been Big Ten championships in there, so I guess I should count some of those, right? So, a while. And I'm like, just trying to soak this in. And then, God, if it wasn't long before, 
yeah, but they didn't win the league popped into my head. Oh, or, Jesus. Or, <laughs> what time's a brewery game on today? <laughs> Just enjoy this for one minute. Just enjoy the victories. The losses stick with you way too much. Enjoy this one victory. So I tried to take kind of uh, Saturday black, like I said, blocked it off and, and kind of enjoyed uh, the victory. And I followed along on uh, the – I didn't watch the parade or anything, but I, obviously that stuff came up on, on Twitter. Um, and it was a lot of fun just kind of seeing the celebrations and how crazy Liverpool was uh, for the parade. Uh, this was their first European. They won the uh, Champions League in 2005, and it had been longer than that since – uh, they had won uh, the league, so it had been a long time for Liverpool. So they were obviously celebrating a lot. And my kind of what I'll take away from this the, is this scene. Uh, I linked it here. I, I retweeted it on my Twitter um, when Origi scored his goal, um, and they did the shot from behind the goalkeeper behind the Liverpool's net. So you're seeing kind of the whole field, and then Liverpool's fan section is behind the goal where he scored, explaining things on the internet. Um, and it's a slow motion of uh, Ellison, the goalkeeper, going down to his knees in celebration. You see the Liverpool fans just going nuts. It's Bedlam in the fans. Origi's running to the corner. And Van Dyke's like falling over in celebration. And it's just such a cool scene. And I think that's what I'm trying to lock in in my memory uh, of, this, of this game, of this run, of this season uh, for Liverpool, the champions of Europe. That's all I got. Champions. There's probably other soccer things. I don't know. Champions. That's what I, no, I don't, I don't no revel in it. Revel in it. We have a champ. You're a champion. Congratulations. Yeah. We did it. I did. I did. <laughs> you did it. You did it. <laughs> I didn't do much. Um, all right. All right. I'm going to try to calm down. Whew. You need a cold shower? That might. God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now the uh, finals game officially over. Yeah, well, series one one. Series is one one. It's officially a series. A road team is one. A road team is one. Oh, free tacos. Free tacos. Taco Bell gets free taco. Isn't that it? When I don't know. Whatever their promotion is, they'll probably be free tacos. They'll figure out a way to get free tacos at some point. At some point, Taco Bell. I know, I know Bell. they do the stolen base thing. Yeah, so yeah, the Major League Baseball, it's stolen based during World Series. I think NBA is just when a road team wins, which okay. they just like to give away free tacos. Yeah. It, but it's the most ridiculous sight you've ever seen if you've ever seen a Taco Bell during free taco day. <laughs> <laughs> like People waiting in line for hours to get their free, like, 40 cents yeah. taco. Yeah. It's unreal. Yeah, I remember things like that when, like, uh, when we were on campus and, like, Qdoba gave away... Th- free tacos or free burritos for something yeah and it's like i will just go to chipotle and pay my whatever seven dollars seven dollars save two hours of my life <laughs> exactly yeah 100 that's how right. that's that's how uh non-brand committed i am <laughs> i just go to the other one <laughs> whatever <laughs> doesn't matter we're just gonna go somewhere else all right so uh watching uh, we were kind of prepping for the show, and obviously, as we recorded the show, the game was happening. So, uh, we did this last time. I thought it went pretty well, Marlo. Just kind of some random thoughts I had <laughs> that I jotted right. down. Random thoughts. Notes. Okay. These are random thoughts from Casey. Go. Yeah. So, well, hopefully, you'll contribute some, and <laughs> it won't just be me blabbering. I already blabbered for uh, the whole soccer segment. Uh, 
I, I watch this. I should be cheering for Toronto. Like I should want Toronto to win. Uh, it like all the signs of what I normally root for point to Toronto, but I obviously can't because of the scar of them beating uh, the Bucks. And so anytime Toronto does something good, I'm like I'm upset that they did something good. Anytime Toronto does something bad, I'm upset because that happened now. And not against the books. Great example mm-hmm. is Van Vliet. Every time Van Vliet takes a shot yep. and it goes in, I'm mad because Van Vliet <laughs> is, of course, making another shot. If he misses, I go, of course, this is now. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Or we'll talk about moving screens in a moment. <laughs> yeah. Gasol sets a moving screen. It gets called. Of course they call it now. That Yeah, that's a tough place to live, my friend. That's a very it's, tough place to live while you're, while you're watching these finals. No, no matter what happens, I am I am frustrated. Uh, this is my life as a sports fan. I guess this is just what I do to myself. Uh, uh, next note: uh, Fred Van Vliet, keys to success, Marlo. He's been on fire since his yes. uh, son was born. We talked about this last week. It's yeah, pretty much continued. He had another really good game today. Not at the 82 percent shooting level that he was at before, but I think he had uh, 15, 16 points, something like that. Um, his keys to success is. Don't get any sleep and have babies. Got it. Got, Got it. Let me let me <laughs> let me go back in time and jot that one down. Yeah. Uh, get no sleep and have babies. Key to success. Works, I think it works in the other order. You have babies and then you get no sleep. Uh, <laughs> and that I maybe helps in basketball. That did not help right. in any success at my at my job where I have have to actually um uh, i guess he has to be awake but like yeah and it <laughs> probably also it probably also helps yeah 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 it probably it probably also helps that you only work for i don't know a couple hours a day get a couple days break in between i'm guessing not gonna count anyone else's money you probably have some help at home yeah. that that can help you out with that <laughs> um so i'm just gonna i'm not gonna quantify his quote unquote no sleep yeah. I'm just going to say I've been there, yeah. and if I had, I didn't have as much success as he did once babies and no sleep happened. I mean, to be fair, probably easier to stay awake while playing basketball than True. looking at spreadsheets. Yeah, that's fair, <laughs> probably too. Probably easier. Yeah, <laughs> for two hours at a time. Yeah, uh, okay. Um, on to the next, my next Van Vliet's going to be so mad once he hears this podcast. Oh, yeah. Well... <laughs> can email us at <laughs> it's find us on twitter fred find us uh, on twitter. moving screens next mo- point moving screens they called one on golden state and i flipped a lid finally <laughs> finally called, called a moving well they called screen. it on golden state it's, first yeah and i was like you gotta be kidding me because have you seen siakam and gasol this series <laughs> and then later they called two on gasol and i was again i was cheering because they finally called it and then i was upset because they finally called it uh Siakam just moves. He's never set. And Gasol just he's he's set, but his legs might be set too wide, or he'll like shove the screeny as they go by. And then they happen to bump into uh Kawhi because they've just been shoved by the person setting the screen and they call a foul and Kawhi shoots free throws. So frustrating. It's happened all series, and they finally called Gasol a couple times in this game. So thank goodness this is gonna be a much bigger rant, but the refs kind of prevented me from that. All right, next point, Milo. There's a commercial break, and it was for mm. the NBA store. And, yep. you know, you can get the We Are the North or whatever thing, or the Golden we State the North. thing. We the North. Um, any of those. 
And then they have an NBA Finals matchup t-shirt. What? Who's buying that? Who wants a t-shirt that says doesn't say, like, I'm a Golden State fan, we went to the finals, or I'm I don't a Toronto know, fan, we went to the finals. I want one that says both. It has both Toronto and Golden State. Who, who wants it? Who's buying that? I feel like, and I agree with you that sentiment, but I feel like I see a lot of people walking around with, like, oh, the Final Four t-shirt. It's like has all four teams, and you're like, who did you root for? You just have all four teams on your shirt. Or you like you, pro- I would hope they went to the final four. Okay, sure. If you went to the final four, and that's like a souvenir. Hey, I went to this final four, and, and no, but I, like uh, okay, to your point, like I see them selling it in the store. Like I'll see them yeah. selling in the store. Like again, maybe you buy like you see your team on it, and then but this is confusing when you wear it. Like which one of those four do you root for? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but I, I, but. That makes more sense because, like, going to the Final Four, I think, is like a thing. Like, I want to go to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Chances are, Wisconsin's not going to be there when I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you but, can buy a shirt. But I so said I might buy a shirt for that. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Not Duke's on. If Duke's on, I'm not, I'm not right. going to buy that. Uh, so you're not uh, going to buy a Finals T-shirt. But who's buying the like? It's a neutral go. Like, but there, it's like a neutral. He's buying this because he wants all that. But if you're like a Duke fan mm-hmm. or whatever, who? I was going to say somebody this year. Doesn't matter. If you're a Duke fan, your team's in the Final Four. You're getting a Duke one to the Final Four shirt. You're not getting a yes. all four teams' Final Four shirt. Yeah. So if you're at an NBA Finals game or watching it, and you're one, you're going to call. I guess people don't call and order things anymore. Do that. You go on the internet. Yeah, I'm going to call and order. Can I get? Can I get item five seven three nine seven two three four an extra large, please? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll pay shipping. Yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> you're going to call and order this shirt. You're like, I want the one that has both of the teams on it. Uh, I don't, I don't get it. And like, because there's Super Bowl ones. Like I remember seeing like Packers, Patriots, Super Bowl, whatever that. Yeah, was. Yeah, Super Bowl. That's a big one too. Yeah. Yeah, and you get the matchup, but like you buy that because you went to the Super Bowl or your team won, and you want them. I know, but even then, I don't know. I don't know who's buying it. It's weird. Yeah, um, it's strange. Be a real shame. Be a real shame if someone bought that shirt and sent it to Casey. Real shame. <laughs> I don't know what they would do with it. <laughs> Uh, it, I mean, it it, it it was black, so it could make a good good undershirt for the yeah, team. Good right undershirt <laughs> for the jersey that you put over it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Other t-shirt right. news, Marlo. <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of t-shirt, did you see the the? Uh, I think they put. I don't know. If they put them out this game because we were recording to this time. But for game one, you know how they put the t-shirts on everyone's seats yeah. so that everyone wears them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Raptors one. It was, uh, I think it had every Raptors logo, sub-logo, or whatever they had in their history. <laughs> just kind of, not even any order, just splattered along the shirt. <laughs> all over the shirt. All over the shirt. Made zero sense. Yeah. Uh, our boy, our boy Big Cat, asked if he did it uh, in MSF, <laughs> in Microsoft Paint, yeah, uh, back in the day, and if they just stole his file. Uh, but it was could, not good. Could be. Uh, I don't even know which one is their current <laughs> logo, <laughs> so that's not good. Uh, it's well documented how I feel about the Raptors uh, yeah. logo nickname thing, uh, yeah. but that is probably mostly out of spite. Um, <laughs> but it's a ridiculous looking shirt. Yeah. Um, if that said, if they had one with the Bucks, which would also look ridiculous, I'd probably, I'd probably, wear probably that. not even as an it. undershirt, as just a normal shirt. <laughs> Not even an undershirt. All right. Yeah. 
right. I'll uh, make one up on MSA Paint. MSA Paint. I can't even right. say it right. Microsoft Paint. <laughs> Microsoft Paint. <laughs> Alright, uh, I guess last uh, thought during the game A lot of jean clothing in the stands I was kind of looking around at the stands uh, A lot of jean jackets Obviously jean pants, that's fine Jean I'm jackets jean are pants. back, Casey Jean They're jackets, back. jean t-shirts uh, You know, holding up to At least the stereotype I have in my head Of Canadians So congratulations to those fine folks In the first couple rows wearing those um, Alright, I guess let's talk about actual basketball that happened We mentioned earlier, Golden State wins Um Today evens the yeah. series. Toronto yep. won, obviously winning Game One, uh, as that was. Uh, story of this game. Uh, well, first of all, first of all, first, first of all, Game One. Andrew Bogut seven minutes. Holy cow! <laughs> Whoa! All right, you want to go back to Game One? Let's go back to Game One. Get real quick, real quick, real quick. Game One. Uh, I think there's two. There's two highlights right there. Toronto super hyped for Game One. Yeah. Uh, their fans were going crazy. Uh, they came out playing well. The team came out playing well, obviously, and took game one. S- freaking Daku. Where did that come from? Uh, Sakakum. How do you say? Yeah. S- Siakum. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. He, I just, he couldn't miss, and he was just running all over, doing whatever, dropping 30-plus points. I had no idea where that came from. Drake is back. Drake's yeah. definitely back, taking lint off of... <laughs> Steph Curry's jersey, apparently, and now there's all kind of fake eBay selling lint that was from his jersey. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's crazy. Fake eBay. Yeah, and then fourth takeaway is that all of Toronto slash internet slash Twitter just said the dynasty was over because they won game one, and, and New Balance decided to put up a, a billboard in Oakland saying the king is coming for you. Those are my takeaways from game wow. one. Wow. Uh, it's bold for a game one, <laughs> especially for a team that lost the first two games and then went on to win the next four to, uh, you know, or I guess media in general to just have that kind of reaction of, uh, oh, it's over because because of this one game. Yep. I, w- I was fully ready for a Golden State to be down 0-2 and for all of that talk to kind of build as I sit here and think how it just happened to uh, to the Bucks. Um Siakam, you mentioned, uh, was great. He was 14 of 17, uh, two for three from three, amazingly, uh, for 32 points, leading the way for the Raptors in game one. Uh, I think the thing I was most interested in going into this game was if Siakam could do it again, and uh, not just that he was that effective, because to expect him to be that um, effective is unrealistic. But to see how Golden State defended him differently, um, to see if they did, and to see if uh, Draymond, who was the primary defender on a lot of those points, uh, was able to defend him differently. And I guess the answer was yes, because he had a a worse game. Um, it wasn't. I wouldn't say he had a Siakam had a bad game, <clears throat> but it obviously wasn't leading the way into Game Two. Uh, I think Game Two. Uh, you kind of get the, a little bit of the Splash Bros back, although it didn't feel great, especially with Clay Thompson leaving, which I think we'll talk about more in a little bit. Uh, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson leading the way with 25 and 23 points, respectively. Uh, and I was just more astonished by the bench production by the Warriors. Yeah. Um, I guess Cousins isn't a bench player. He started. Uh, but in 28 minutes. Well, the I, fact that Cousins is back. Yeah. He, is the story in itself. So his first stint in the game, whatever, it was probably. 
what, six, seven minutes. He was like a zero out there. He didn't yeah. do anything well. He picked up two early fouls, uh, missed some shots. I just, just was kind of uh, a non-factor. And then, I don't know, something happened, and maybe he grew into the game a little bit, uh, and he played much better in the, uh, I guess, was it did it start in, I think it started in the second half when they went on that crazy run. Yeah, third, th quarter. third quarter, third quarter. He Warriors' third making, quarter is back. Yeah, started making impactful plays, and that was really surprising. Uh, Quinn Cooks with a big 21 minutes, uh, and like I mentioned earlier, Andrew Pogut with seven minutes, three for three from the field. So uh, kind of contributions from where you don't normally expect them, which was kind of uh, surprising, and, and that really propelled, I think, the Warriors to this victory. And you didn't get that so much from uh, the Raptors. Fred Van Vliet mentioned earlier, 17 points. So continue played well. Didn't shoot with the percentage he has in the past couple games, but continued to uh, at least put up the points with a little bit more volume, though. Yeah. Must be getting more sleep. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe it's more sleep. And the moving <laughs> screens. Finally called. Thank God. <laughs> uh, so going forward, Marlo. So yeah. we're at 1-1. Yep. Um so now, more health questions for the Warriors. Clay Thompson. Yes, Clay it Thompson. Looked, it looked bad. It, it did. Looked, uh, he so he went up for the three-point shot, and his uh, for whatever reason, his legs kind of got spread during the shot. It didn't look like Danny Green hit him as he ran by, uh, but I didn't see a good angle to, to tell if he did. And he kind of landed and fell weird and was favoring his left hamstring it looked like he called for a foul to get him off the court uh hobbled to the bench looked upset yeah so that's mad. where i thought that's where i thought oh no this might be serious uh because he did look upset about it uh, kind of jogged in the tunnel uh i don't know i'm I don't, i'm worried yeah. so can he come We're back all speculating at this point will kevin durant come back yep still so, yeah reports are kevin could possibly come back later in the series, and I guess it's one of those. <laughs> I guess it's one of those things. If if it's close, and I laugh because I feel like all the reporting this weekend was: uh, should Kevin Durant come back? Will he come back? And should he come back? Are the Warriors better without Kevin Durant? And then I wasn't going to talk about it because I didn't want to be like them. So now I'm going to report on how stupid it was for them to talk about Kevin Durant. The Warriors being better, being better without, without Kevin Durant, and he shouldn't come back because that's stupid. But rant over. Uh, here's, here's here's the thing. Um, yeah, it's you're right. It's stupid that he's. They're clearly not better with him not there. And yeah. but what I think makes the kind of revisionist history would they have been better without him is that you don't just remove Kevin Durant and then you have this team, right? You remove right, right. Kevin Durant and you replace him with something else. I don't... Obviously, that something else would not be a better basketball player than Kevin Durant. I'm not trying to say that. But would that fit better and, more importantly, I think we agree, that would have been more fun if it was... Oh, yeah, it would have been, been more fun. It would have been more fun. Other, 100%. Some other thing, but... 100%. Uh, when people are like, are they better without Kevin Durant? I think they're thinking about it or talking about it in the sense like you just remove him from the team and then this team is what it is. Their depth is so lacking because they have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant. If you yeah. remove one of those, you also remove the salary. And anyway, that's that's a whole other thing. I think I, I'm kind of like in my, again, as I can never be happy with anything, I'm f battling over two narratives in my head. Uh, one is 
I was worried that Golden State was going to go down 0-2, and then Kevin Durant was going to come back, and then they were going to win. And, oh, then, yeah. and then it was, Steph can't do it on his own. He needed mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, which I like reading for Steph. I think he's a fun player. I think he gets uh, doesn't get the credit he deserves for how good of a player he is in kind of a general national narrative media sense. Um so I was I didn't want that to happen. At the same time, I don't want I didn't want Golden State to win without Kevin Durant. So then we say the same thing. Like mm-hmm. Kevin Durant just was a ride, along for the ride for these titles. Um cuz I don't think and like they didn't really need him, but he needed them to win. I also don't like that narrative. And maybe that's just where we are. One of those narratives is going to have to be true perhaps, but like yeah. I'm so at the same time, again, I want Golden State to win so that <laughs> Steph's <laughs> narrative is protected, but I want Toronto to win so Katie's narrative is protected. Oh man, uh, it's very, it's very. You live strange. in this. You live in this. You live in a tough world, Casey. I, I as think a about fan. all these random things that really <laughs> have no, I have no effect on, and really just take uh, add to, but mostly take away my uh, basketball experience. Uh, but I think. But both those things are at stake, and I think, like, yeah. however this series goes, and when and Kevin Durant comes back, if Kevin Durant comes back, really um, will affect kind of how we think about these two guys and kind of the the overarching. I mean, obviously, there's two of the best five players in the league. Right, best so starting like, five, best starting five by far. So, like, let's not. I'm not trying to say that, but I'm. These two players are good enough that like I'm thinking like beyond that. I'm thinking like yeah. legacy type conversation of like yeah. What do we when we look back on this? Will we go? That's that's where I'm kind of like I think this series is gonna affect that mm-hmm. for these two guys, and that's really strange and interesting yeah. to to watch unfold. Yeah, and now we'll put an emphasis on game three. I I guess sitting here, <laughs> maybe we'll know we won't know tomorrow. Um, we'll just say Clay Thompson's out. Right, so yeah, I can't stop this for Alfred for Game Three, yeah. which is going to be on Wednesday because mm, the NBA wants this to go to July Fourth. Yeah, so it's <laughs> Game Three is on Wednesday. Yeah, and Game Four is on Friday. What? <laughs> what? I don't understand why these are so spread out. It, yeah. I've ju- it's more so I've just been conditioned that hey, there's basketball every night, yep. or and then when the teams aren't there, it's just going to be every other night. That's fine, and it's not. And it's like I was sitting there last night, uh, Saturday, and it's just like. Why, why is there not basketball on my TV? <laughs> what is so going on? Why do I have to wait till tomorrow to to watch it? Um, but yeah, so yeah, going on to, to Wednesday night, three days off. You think you got KD's out? We'll call KD's out. We'll call Clay out. If the Warriors can win Game Three, I don't. Yeah, put themselves uh, put themselves up two one. I think you know going forward, he could, depending on how long Clay's going to out and when Kevin's going to come back. What is it like if they come back and win this series with just just Steph? Just Steph. I think that's a boost on Steph's resume. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, for sure. I mean, that's like that would be uh, you know Finals MVP validating kind of. Oh yeah, he does need to win it. No, what would be great is that he wins, but then still doesn't win this Finals yeah. MVP again. Yeah, they give it to Iguodala or Draymond Green. <laughs> Draymond Green gets Draymond it. Draymond Green gets it, yeah. Um, or just Kawhi gets it for losing. Uh, Steve Kerr said after the game, Clay Clay said he'll be fine, but Clay can be half dead and say he's fine. And he'd say he's fine. 
Yeah. Thanks, Which, Steve. God. I like I like Lake Thompson. I think that's why I'm like on board with Sharing for the Warriors so much. Is I just like Clay Thompson and I kinda of like Steph Curry. I don't know. All right. So who do you got for game three? Game three, I mean we gotta see who, who plays. Um I'm calling Thompson I think, out. I think going back to I think going back to Oracle is going to be um Big boost to the Warriors bench, um, to their non-star players. I, I talked about this a lot during the Buck series, and I was so surprised by by how the Raptors player, Raptors bench players, you know, Van Vliet, Powell played well in Milwaukee. I I can't imagine that. I shouldn't say I can't imagine. I would be surprised if they were able to do that on the road again. Um, whereas I can see players like uh, Quinn Cook, uh, Livingston. Looney, uh, even McKinney, kind of stepping up at home. They're going to be better, more comfortable uh, at home. I could see, I but without Clay and Durant, I think I think Toronto, Toronto has to win Game Three if Clay doesn't play. If they're going to win the series, mm. all right. But are they going to? Without Clay, if Clay and Durant don't play, then yeah, I think they will win. I don't okay. think there's enough, um, especially with Clay defending, being primary defender on Kawhi a lot of this game. Yeah. Um, I mean, Iguodala can do it, but I don't think Iguodala, he'll be able to do it all game. Um, and I don't know who who's the second defender then when you take off Iguodala. I mean, they had. Um, McKinney on him for a little bit, but McKinney just fouled him every time. <laughs> so, <laughs> like yeah. he 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 kind of fell for. Uh, his yeah, he does. He falls for all the old school stuff. He just so I don't think that will will last long. Uh, then you're putting a lot on Iguodala, who already seems like he's roughed up. Um, and the Raptors seem relatively relatively healthy. I think right. that's that's how I'm going. What, what do you think? I'm going with the Warriors. Yeah. I think uh, I think Raptors shot their shot. Uh, mm. Like I said, game one, they're hype. Uh, this, this game two, as a competitive as it was, still couldn't yeah. come over the hump. But yeah, I think the Raptors shot their shot. I think game, I get game three is going to go to Warriors, no matter who plays. And you know, going forward, I think they, I think the two games at home, the Warriors are going to win, and they'll try to shut it out. But you know, we'll see when they get back to Toronto. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. You still, I'm still. I still, you're still down on the Raptors. I still, I, I will always. I, I can't. I'm not gonna go back on it. I can't go back on it now. <laughs> I've been saying I, this the whole time. I still, uh, even in this game today, uh, I'm like, I don't know how they're winning. I don't know how they're still in this. I don't know how they're doing this. Uh, and I don't know if that's just me being bitter or like, <laughs> uh, they just keep surprising me. And at some point, I just have to go. Maybe they're a good, a good enough basketball team to do this. And uh, without Clay. Uh, who is great today? Um, I, I just don't know. I don't know if the Warriors will have enough to do it. Um, and it's weird that I'm kind of feeling like sad about that. I don't know. A lot of emotions. A lot of emotions, Marlo. Um, all right, let's move on to other NBA yeah. things. Other NBA things. All right, NBA so it's finals time. It's finals time, and there's no finals without a little bit of Le- LeBron talk. Oh, great. <laughs> so, first, first things first. LeBron has let Bron Jr. onto Instagram. Did you um, give him a follow? 
I don't have. I don't, I don't have Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, how okay? How old? How old is is Bronny? Bronny is it 15, 16? 15, 16? 16? Okay. 16, that, uh, 15, right. 16, something like that. But I'm a, LeBron led him on to Instagram, so so that all right. Well, hopefully that I, no, you know, he wasn't get the same scrutiny that LeBron got. I'm not looking forward to the letting having conversations slash letting kids onto social media thing. <laughs> okay, like, like when my son's older, and mm-hmm. like we have to like make these rules and uh, talk about, and who knows what it's going to be like in you know, wh- oh, yeah. you know, it's ten years or wh- yeah. whatever it is, what that's going to be like. Um, and I feel myself being very old, like, well, back in my day, uh, we didn't have any of this stuff, and we turned out just fine, you know. <laughs> It'll be it, it'll be really challenging, and I'm not I'm not looking forward to that as as a parent at all. Uh, Fifteen, sixteen, I feel like maybe you can let them have some so that's old enough to have some social media. I don't know. I in my head, and I say this now, kind of projecting, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of like they're not going to have a cell phone until high school. Like, <laughs> oh, yes, but you're on my that, level. But when that when it really comes to that, is that what it's going to be? I don't know. Um, it's easy to kind of project and be like, oh. Hard ass about it now. Yeah, uh, I still contend, bro. I did not get a cell phone until my sophomore year of college. God, I sound old, don't I? Sophomore year uh, of college. So my freshman year, I didn't have a cell phone. You know, I think I was, remember this because I remember like, "Cases, let me get a hold of you." Like, all right, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> here's my dorm room number. It's like call my friend who has a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was fantastic. I would, I, I almost. I probably wouldn't, but I almost wish I didn't have it like in all of college. It was so different. It was so uh it was the last time that I had ever been like unreachable. Yeah. And like and, and I was old enough to like really and grown up enough to really understand what that meant. <laughs> and like a part of me really, really misses that. I you just miss being being able to be left alone until you want to actually not be left alone. Yeah. And then I'll talk about being accountable because if you're saying you're going to be somewhere, you have to be there. You can't just like, oh no, I'm not going yeah, to be there. I, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, I'm not going to go there last minute. No, I get yeah, that. Yeah. I get that. And like now, it's not even now. Like now, I can like yeah, I can leave my phone at home and I can go somewhere. But like, it's different now. Like I know I could or I'm like I want to be accessible. It's different, and I <laughs> I want my kids to have that <laughs> when they're older it's weird it's going to be weird uh and i'm going to hold on to that fleeting memory of that feeling because uh, i don't I, I don't think that uh i wish that lasted longer but oh anyway wow that cool. was yeah that's great that was, i don't know so. if that was sad or like <laughs> old um or completely pointless i'm not sure yeah and that was the uh, old man take of the week. Yeah, old man take. Well, there, there's going to be more. You just wait, Marl. <laughs> I got I got another old man take coming up. All right. Got another uh, game. Oh, that was LeBron. LeBron James uh, on Insta. Give him a follow. Uh, we'll probably just hop into his DMs, see, is, if, see if we can get him I, on the show. I will not be hopping into his DMs. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that. Kids in their Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A right. uh, little more LeBron James news. Yep. Five it up this week. So, 
the band's getting back together. We got uh, man, I totally whiffed on the uh, their names, but LeBron James kid, LeBron yeah. Junior, and Dwayne Wade kid, they're teaming up. All right, in high school. So it's taking the talents of South Beach High School edition. I don't think the high school's in South <laughs> Beach, but we'll just call it that. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, we'll just call it that. They're getting bands getting back together. So now high school kids are forming super teams. Super teams. When, when is it going to stop? Who needs to get involved with this? How are we going to stop this epidemic of super teams? You know, you know how many uh, high school championships are going to win, Marlo? How many? Not one. No. Not two. Oh shoot. Not three. How high oh. did he go when he said this? <laughs> did he go beyond three? Uh, I think he went to five. He went to five. I'm pretty sure he got to five. We got to check the tape. I'm pretty positive with like five. And they won two. And they won two. They won two. Yep. God. That's not one. Fantastic. Actually, the, uh, I think uh, one of them's a junior, so they're not going to win more than two. It'd be hard to win six. If you win six high school championships as a player, yeah. something went terribly wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's cheating. I don't think you can. I think you have like eligibility things. So even if you fail, you can't. Yeah. You can't play more. Um, yeah. Why? Well, so <laughs> stop the super team member. That's all high school basketball is. It's <laughs> <laughs> usually not famous. Uh, famous basketball players' kids. Yeah. Although it probably is. Who knows? Um, yeah, we're not in the circuit yet. Once our kids get. <laughs> once our kids get in the circuit. We'll yeah. Start forming super. Teams. Start getting recruited to play yep. with Fred Van Vliet's kids. <laughs> Fantastic. Do you think his kid got the superpowers too? Uh like, maybe. I don't know. Like his family's now the basketball version of the Incredibles. <laughs> Possibly. Make that movie. Make that movie. Marlo, <laughs> the basketball it. version of the Incredible. LeBron's probably on it. He's probably on it. Oh, it's not right happen. after Space Jam. Basketball version. Of the Basketball of the Incredibles. I think it is just Space Jam. Yeah, you're right. Damn yep. it. They already did it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a family. Ah, oh, whatever. All right, random things. All right. Going on, going we on to get our normal things. last thing. So let's, yeah, do last, let's do some random things. All right, so the epitome of sports at this time, spelling bee happened, Casey. Old man takes. I love it. <laughs> did you watch the spelling bee? No, I missed I the spelling. <laughs> no, I, I totally missed it. But I, I knew it was. I knew it was happening. You knew it was happening, right? Yeah. But when I woke up and realized the spelling was over, I f- was I found out that there were not one winner. Going back to what you're saying, not, <laughs> not two, two, not three, not four, but freaking eight, eight spelling bee winners. Yeah. Is that not the most 2019 finish you've ever heard of? Yeah, um, whatever the next generation is beyond millennials, <laughs> this is so them. Um, <laughs> they ruin everything. Yeah, they've they've ruined everything. They've ruined the spelling bee, which was back in my day. It was so great. Um, I can't. So they they decided there was eight because yes. they ran out of hard words. They ran know. out of hard words. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. I did hear that. Like the the uh, my old man take on this was like they were practicing with each other mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, oh hey, man. You're here to win. Where's God. like the the Godzilla moms in this who are like, you are not helping this? Yeah. Where's Herman here? You play to win the game. I know there's been ties in the past, but eight seems a, eight a, seems a bit, much a bit excessive. Uh, and just make up harder words. I don't understand. 
don't yeah, know, just I, I mean, upwards. I don't know. I don't know the bylaws. I don't know the <laughs> laws of spelling bee. But at some point, they'll just be like, we, you know what? We're going to Greek. We're doing Greek. We're getting yeah, Greek words. We, learn, you better spell them, or it's out. Like that's Final Death stuff, right? Yeah, you got to find we, a winner. Like having eight. Understand? Maybe two. Maybe a tie at two. Maybe three. We're kind of pushing it. Eight. That's why'd you even have a spelling bee? Why even have a spelling bee at eight? Everyone participates in trophies. Yeah. Uh, we couldn't even figure out the rules to the all-star ballot. So how are we <laughs> going to figure out the rules of the spelling bee? Yeah. Um, there you go. Um, I really think most of my spelling bee stuff is like from TV. Like there's a the show Psych. They have an episode where uh, <laughs> one of the guys is cheating in uh, in the spelling bee. It's yeah. Great. Spell couch. Um, so, so I think that's my knowledge <laughs> of the spelling bee. I've watched it before, but uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, next. Next. The great state of Illinois. Great state of Illinois. Has now legalized sports betting? Is that what I read? That is right. Passed it Friday. I don't know. So sometime this week. Pretty sure it was Friday. They passed it. Yeah. They passed it. Illinois. Whoever's going to sign it. Legal sports betting. Uh, it's happening. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be cool. It'll be fun. Like, I think when this passed as a federal law or whatever we said on this podcast, it'd be cool to walk into a bar, watch a game, and throw down a little bit of uh, a little bit of cash on it just to have a little something going. Yeah. And that's going to happen in the state of Illinois, obviously in Chicago. Um, worst caveat about this, about this, this law uh, on the Illinois side, can't bet on college sports. Really? Yeah. That's the sucky part. That's a weird, a weird caveat. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's probably one of those things where they had to give something to be able to push it through. We can't, you know, uh, use the words to ruin amateur athletics. Blah 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 blah. Uh, mm. But yeah, I can't. But, but you I, know, that's that's one of those things they got to get the law through. We can bounce sports, college. It'll come five, six years, whatever. I. I, I'm sure that was the the argument, but the the logic is is doesn't make sense. Oh yeah, no, absolutely not. To me, did you hear uh, the SEC? Oh yeah, and this is kind of making it its way around college sports is now serving alcohol. Well, they well, lift beer. They lifted the, the ban. The they lifted the uh, the conference ban on it. So now yeah. it's up to each school. Each school. They yeah. Wisconsin has Which, come out and said. Yep. We're still not serving alcohol. Yeah, which is ridiculous. So seven out of the 14 Big Ten schools as of this year, because I think Illinois added it, and Illinois and Maryland are adding it this season, I believe. Yeah. So it's seven out of 14 are adding it. And, yeah, every time it happens, Wisconsin's like, no, we're not going to do it, which is, I don't know. I Just come on. Just do it, man. You know, just just do it. it I feel like there's all the studies and even places like I would. I thought maybe the argument is like, okay, Illinois is doing it. Yeah, we got to get people to the stadium, right? Maryland's doing it. Gotta people. But like Ohio State is one of the schools. Like people are going to come at Ohio State. You can stop it yeah. right now. And there's people that are coming. They have these studies out at Ohio State. They were one of the first schools actually. Um, and there's like they have less alcohol related incidents within the stadium because of blah yeah. blah blah. Anyways, I don't need, I don't even need that study. Just like, just do it, man. Just like, it'd be great. Walk in, have a beer. I'm, I will pay absorbent amounts of money to, to have a beer at the stadium. Just do it, man. Barry, just yeah. do it. Yeah. Well, 
I don't. I don't know that's coming anytime soon to to Wisconsin. The um, administration, not Barry Alvarez, but like the actual like school board or whatever, seemed pretty uninterested in doing it. Yeah. Um, I get the concept of it, but I think that there's a lot from personal experience of going, oh crap, I'm not going to be able to drink for three to four hours. Yep. I'm going to drink more yes. beforehand in preparation of that. Um, and obviously be policed, I think, in the student section pretty heavily uh, to you know prevent people from going in the student section with beer um, to just let us old fogies drink. Uh, but at the same then I kind of got a little like, well, back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> back in my day, I just uh, packed my pants with a bunch of alcohol yeah. and drunk it in yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody had tweeted out like the... Um, the hotel size um, alcohol yeah. bottle industry hardest hit. <laughs> People not not sneaking their things in. Um, I think you just the reality is people are drinking before the game and yes. probably trying to drink during the game. It's yes. best to kind of make it above table um, as much as you can. I think that it would lessen kind of some of the problems that you have. And I think it's the argument like to be like, oh, well, it'll get people there faster. Uh, or you know for kickoff because yeah. obviously Wisconsin is a late showing up um, student section. Guilty, I was one of those guys. Um, <laughs> Guilty as charged. That doesn't sound like a good argument. <laughs> to get the people there faster. That sounds stupid. Uh, it, I think we're gonna, have, I think we're gonna have an end game happy hour. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> it starts starts twenty minutes before kickoff, ends at kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> just a, like a mini power hour. <laughs> oh boy. Um all right. I that was that was unplanned. Uh so no, I hope that, one, all right. that was good. Well, next random thing. Yes. New. There's a new heavy heavyweight champion of the world. Uh didn't get his name. He is um so he looks like the guy I remember Tyson fighting the first time he got out of prison. <laughs> I got that was like the first pay per view I saw. Tyson got out of prison. He fought some dude off the guy street. Who he, yeah, a guy who he just beat the crap out of. Looked kind of overweight. Um, maybe that's unfair to this heavyweight champion. But he's uh, not the heavyweight champions you picture in your head, is he, Marlo? No, he is. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things. Like um, if you're, I guess if what we'll call it, a, if you had like a pickup boxing match. Mm-hmm. He'd probably be the last person picked. <laughs> you're not gonna, you're not be like this guy. This yeah. guy's gonna knock someone out. Let's uh, let's do that. Yeah. So go out. I uh, look for a picture of him. He is a truly puts the heavy and heavyweight champion. God, I should probably shouldn't insult uh, a guy who is a boxing champion. No, uh, he's, bo- he's a boxing. There's no insult. He's just he's beating up guys, as our our good friend said. Uh, six packs are officially underrated. Yeah, uh, I saw a tweet that said it was like six years ago. Here's what the whoever he fought was. He had a, I think he was a had a gold medal for uh, Olympic boxing, <laughs> and the current heavyweight champion was talking about taking poops. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what they were four or six years ago, or whatever nice. the hell it was. Nice. Um, so congratulations to him. Uh, last thing, since we're doing so many old man takes, Marlo, there is <laughs> a uh, ESPN is doing a sports for teens show. What? Um, and oh. I don't. It didn't really get into how it was going to work, and in my mind, it the way they described it was like pop up video, but for sports. <laughs> um, but 
Because kids watch their their Twitch and their mm-hmm. Snapchats. Uh, yeah, their Snapchats or Instagram that they're allowed to have when their dad lets them. Yep. And um, other son, such won't have it ways. I think the my favorite quote in here uh, <laughs> was uh, that. What, all right, pulling up. Pause. 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 Um, a whole generation of younger males are looking at data, graphics, and interaction with others as the primary focus, and the game is also sort of is almost sort of the background to that activity. To which I respond, nerds. <laughs> um, I. So since we're leading an esports podcast, Marlo. Yes. This is a uh, interesting crossover where there it looks like ESPN is trying to make like an esports coverage of normal sports, which I don't yeah. think makes sense. Uh, or does it? Does it? Am yeah. I out? Am I out of touch? It, I I watch Twitch. I watch these things. Right. The interaction is part yes. of it, but that's not the medium that these main street sports they're speaking of is communicating with. Right? Is that what you're trying to get at? It's like yeah. Twitch, yeah, great medium. You go there, watch it. Millions of people do, but they're going there to, you know, watch esports or other yeah. things play. No one's going to Twitch. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm saying it, but no one goes to Twitch to talk about the NBA Finals. Uh, right. You know, what did the Packers do last week? What are the Bears doing? Um, but maybe, I don't know. This devil's advocate, maybe ESPN is trying to get ahead of the times for once. If it's just going, it seems like it's going to, If is it just sports with a chat room? That sounds terrible. <laughs> it sounds like a recipe for disaster. Yeah. And, um, it can, and if you watch some of these big Twitch streams, like I, again, old man, like it's just nonsense flow, flowing through the screen. It's that you're not really interacting with anybody. Yeah. I don't know what this is going to be, going to be, um, I think that sports is wholly different than esports. Yep. In the sense of, um, I think this article is right in that when you watch esports, you're doing a lot of like this kind of, um, not. It's not about the esport; it's about kind of everything in it. But the sports is about the sport. Like I, can't, I don't think you can. Maybe I'm thinking of this too simply, but I don't think you can add all these other things. I think you could add kind of analytics and stats and like that sort of thing. Um, and, and add to it, but that the, I just feel like there's some sort of essence to sport and why we like it. And in most cases, the simplicity of it, that is why most people like it. Like I can watch a soccer game and just watch the soccer game and enjoy that. That's a different experience than watching the whatever Fortnite competition yeah. thing. And both can be great and I can like both. But maybe young kids don't like that experience. I don't know. Um and I don't I don't think trying to make it like esports is is the answer. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Um and, and something to follow. Uh but just kind of sports for teens just makes me kind of shake my fist and go, I'm an old man. <laughs> Why don't these kids get it kind of thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you you see the hosts for this? So we got Katie Nolan yeah. who I love Katie Nolan. Katie Nolan's great. great. Jay Williams. Okay, Jay. Yeah. Great. Jay Williams, not great. It seems like ESPN, it seems like they're just trying to do yeah, something. They're trying to do something. Snapchat's like he, sports in her hose. He's, 
Gary Sturitsky. We clearly, I don't know who it is. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, Mike Krasimba, who is a U- sure. YouTube influencer God who damn. specializes right. in NBA related content. Casey, that could be you. That could be you one day. You could be on the sports nerd thing. Could be an- It'll be. Got to download. I got to download the app. First. Um, <laughs> I will. I will be interested to see how this goes. Uh, I watched a little bit of the uh, anal- the NBA Finals. They had the normal broadcast and they had the analytic yeah. broadcast, um, where they kind of like will show stats over guys' heads in like the <laughs> yeah. shot percentage as they run around. Yeah, the court. it's nauseating. It it is. It was interesting, but I wouldn't want to watch a game like that. Again, sports is, I think, fundamentally different than esports. Esports, you're like, you have all of these things to kind of like talk about and debate because it's in this kind of controlled statistical environment. Like, if you're watching League of Legends, you have these characters who do these things because the rules tell them they can do these things. And like, you can kind of data and analyze, get into that and talk about that. You can talk about the meta. But like, I guess you do that in basketball, yeah. right? You talk about like the Hamptons five lineup. That's the meta of basketball or whatever. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just don't see it. And again, th- I'm not obviously not the target audience with sports for teens. Yeah, <laughs> I'm clearly, not, I'm not the target audience. Um, so I guess maybe this is just old man shakes his fist at the cloud again. Uh, tell you about these, these kids. God, it's just gonna be so weird. I don't know. Uh-huh. All right. All, all right. Any old, any more? Do we have any more old man rants? Jingle around the pockets. Oh, sure. Not, th- no, no. Let me think. Hmm. Uh. Have you noticed how young kids look <laughs> when they're driving cars these days? <laughs> Someone pulls up next to you. You think they're twelve and they're driving. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> oh my god! I didn't think you were gonna go there. All right. So that's it for me. Have you noticed that? I mean, right? <laughs> that is it. That's it for me. I've got nothing else. As always, thanks for listening. Be sure to like. Be sure to follow. Follow us on Twitter at 132Breeze. Get us on Facebook. You can follow myself at BarlowJR. Casey at ProfMadgerFan. Casey, any last words? I don't know. I will be interested to listen back to this podcast because it's either going to be really good or really bad. <laughs> um, I don't think there's any in between uh, between it. All right. <laughs> Until next time, all our fellow fans, I hope that all your favorite teams win all the sports. <laughs>